and welcome to a Supercoach edition of the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean. I'm joined once again by the boys, George Stenzer, James Matter. How are we going, boys? Hey, Dean. Nice to see you again, man. Nice yeah, it's a long time to see you been? too. Uh, I thought you where I've been with my yeah. head in my phone trying to fix my team. Yeah, it's, it's been a really tough uh, week of Supercoach, man. Like I would say this is a Supercoach Enjoyers edition, but it's not really Enjoyers. It's... Um, grievers, we'll say. Um, we're enjoyers, yeah. haters, maybe. Hate, haters, Supercoach Haters Podcast. Welcome to the Supercoach Haters Podcast, episode one. Um, episode one where the primos decided not to be primos. Yeah, yes. A certain 700K boy decided that he was uh, a 200K player. Um, it's, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, so I think the idea is we're just going to go through each position line, give a good thing give a bad thing you know we're probably going to be talking about the bad things a bit more for round one unfortunately so sorry about the uh the negative pod but um yeah i'll dino you want to start us off mate yeah why not why not i did score the lowest of the three of us so just to tell you boys my score for the week unfortunately was 1868 which puts me in the top 50 percent. so somehow 50 percent of people were worse than me um not sure how that happened but look boys I wanted a trusty couple of primos to set the tone of my defense. I put in Tom Stewart. Um, to be fair to him, he was looking good before he slipped on the turf of the MCG, which uh, thanks for that, Ed Sheeran. Um, <laughs> he got an 18. It was very upsetting. Did any of you guys have Tommy? Yeah, we both. I had him. Did you? I didn't have Tom Stewart, no. Oh, uh, then George is vibing. George is laughing. But yeah, nah, um, that, that'll be my... Uh, Bad of the week. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. And also Liam Jones. I also had Liam Jones. So, so that I. was a collective 23 points from uh, Jonesy and Stewie. Same here, mate. Same um, here. I also had Doherty, which I'll take that, all things considered. Yeah. I did have the VC on him. I just thought maybe round, round one, game one, yeah. he might bust out of 130. There might happen. be a certain diminutive Adelaide um, midfielder who might have uh, topped that. <laughs> Maybe. We'll talk about it. Um, but thank goodness I did not listen to the Nick Dacos slander based on one preseason game. I kept him in. I'm pretty sure George did as well. We're happy boys about that one. I, I didn't. I, I oh, got, you got rid, rid of him. him. No. Did you? Yeah. I, I've got Doherty, Ridley, Jones. Okay. Fair enough. So it was Ridley or Dacos for me and I backed in Ridley and he had a good showing. I think it's promising from him. What did he score? 107. Oh, that's 107. fine. That's good. And shout out to him. Kicked his first goal in AFL footy after about 70 games. Can you believe it? Seems like he should have got one by now playing like a halfback role. Like they usually push forward and kick one from 50. But No, nah, but I think it's it's highlights that he's going to be pushing up the ground because he hasn't been allowed to go past like the halfway point apparently up until now. So yeah, that's that bodes well for his uh, scoring prospects. Um, yeah, look, to be fair, I might target him. I might go down Stewart. To Ridley, I might go up to Sicily, but he's got to go. Obviously, um, yeah. Look, as mentioned, I had Liam Jones. So I was actually out with some friends on Saturday night, and <laughs> one of the fellow Supercoach players just turned to me and tapped me on the shoulder, and I knew then and there like, something wasn't he's right. Like, hey, bro! It's like when you just have a feeling that something's gone horribly wrong, and you just don't know what. Um, and what's he, he broke the news to me. What's wrong with the five? Sounds look, nothing's wrong with the five. Five minutes in the game, <laughs> um, but it's certainly a problem when you get injured in the first quarter. So. Uh, yeah, look, going to have to blow up the defense, to be fair. I did, thankfully, have our boy Ruben Jinby on field, which was good, and Constable butchered the ball a bit. Got me a 56 on field, which was 
better than my bench options of Wilmot and Cowan, um, Cowan. So yeah, fifty-one and thirty-eight from those boys. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, a bit bleak in my defence, boys. I'm a bit sad about it. Yeah, look. So for myself, I'll just go quickly. The positives: Doherty and Ridley, solid. But then, yeah, Tom Stewart was the third primo, and uh, that is just—it's an unfortunate um, situation. It's just bad luck, and everyone's going to have bad luck throughout the season. It just—it hits on round one. It hits so bad. So yeah, um, yeah, Georgie. For me, I had Doherty, Ridley, Jones, Ginby, McKenna, Constable with Wilmot and Cowan. So McKenna ninety-three is a very good return for one hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars player. Yeah, I think that's a—he's a, a must-trade in either this week or next week. I think he comes yeah. in for me. I've got a decision with Jones. He could be okay for this round or a one week, but there's no structural damage, so I could be. Take it easy, be conservative, and keep him. Field a Wilmot, but then that's yuck as well. That's pretty yuck. And you know, you want scores, you want points early, right? You want to set the tone. So I wonder whether he goes or gets upgraded. I think Nick Dacos was a mistake not having him. Five hundred k seems like good value. I think I, I was a bit deterred from the tag in the preseason. I think a lot of people saw that and kind of went off him. Um, but. The guy has been kissed by the gods, so he's once in generational well, talent. He was just hunting the football. Yeah. We mentioned it in the main pod. He'd get, take a kick and then sprint 20 meters to be on the handball receive, and then he'd bounce it. He'd kick it again. And with his kicking skills, his super coach is always going to go up. It's unbelievable. From DT, so yeah. I think with regards to the Liam Jones uh, comment that you just made, you might keep him. For me, I don't have McKenna, so that's a pretty easy one to go down to him. However, for those that are maybe thinking of sitting, I'm no expert, but with that five in his rolling average, it will be out of his rolling average um, quickly. However, he must he has to do pretty well to not lose cash. And then you're sort of backing him in to climb a higher mountain. I'm not sure yeah. the math in it. but Look, you don't need... If he goes down for one week, he's, as long as he ma- manages to get, get those 50, 60, 70 scores, which you'd hope him he'd get. But when did he get injured? Was it like a halftime? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, honestly. Five he was, points. He was he so wasn't. bad. He was so bad until that point. But he's versing, if he does play this week, he's versing the Saints. And we saw how much the Fremantle players scored. So, um, against the bad. Saints. So, hopefully, um, he can back, get his average back up. It would be a very Dean thing for me to get rid of him. And then he busts out a ton. So, <laughs> just do the opposite of whatever I do. George. Yeah, look, I think if he plays, you keep him, to be honest with you. Um, unless you can really improve your team. Yeah. So um, you think I should hold and bring in McKenna next week? Depends what you what trades you're gonna do. Depends what trades. No, I, want him, I, I think McKenna out. does, huh? I want him out. I'll get rid of him. Man. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with him. Get rid of him. Um, I think we've talked about the defense enough. That's uh, that's yes. enough. To let's move on, please. Talk, yeah. Please, let's move on. Yeah. Um, Mids. Uh, um, see, we, the, we all the got dude, the, No, the dude who I was slandering, I actually don't have him. So, oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that I did well. Look, I for- we forgot to mention. I forgot my score was nineteen fourteen, so not not particularly great. Top thirty eight percent, and mine was nineteen sixty six. So I'm top scorer from oh, us three. Oh man, nothing changed from last big year. Big boy, it seems. big boy, but yeah. still not a great score. I actually had Captain Doherty. Um, 
Captain Dockery, not Vice Captain Dockery. So something went wrong with my team. Nah, nah, that's smart, bro. That's smart. And uh, I just captained him straight up. I thought that it, I had the I had the Vice Captain on Dunkley, and I thought it was Captain Led. Three yeah, D chess. Is, I was gonna say, what is this? Two thousand and twelve. Just putting a straight <laughs> captain and no VC. Hey, three three D chess thinking from George. And oh, he turned man. out to be one of the highest scorers. So yeah, there's a lesson in life to be present to the moment mm. and not fear the future because I thought my round was over when I noticed that. Turned out that it was the right move somehow. <laughs> yeah, so lesson wise, in life. Wise, wise. I mean, no one. Quote there, George. Goulden got 115, so that's higher. And then Green, 134. Did you have Goulden in the midfield? No, Goulden forward. I'm just saying oh, okay. scorers that are bigger than 108. I had two players that got more than 108. Which really shows that it was a low scoring round and. Maybe we shouldn't be too too phased with what's going on, but um, very few uh, primos actually scored anywhere near what they should. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go and talk about the positives from this from the midfield. The value players that I picked, apart from Hopper, who got 67, who should do better because he just wasn't clean. He got the ball, he just wasn't clean. And everyone has him, so you're not too bothered by that. Yeah. So I'm happy to hold him for a week and see what happens, but. Tom Green, value pick, 134. Warple, 97. Um, Mc, uh, Phil, Phil, Finn Callahan, 101. Mm. That's that's fantastic. And Finn, he's just so clean, man. Whenever he gets the ball, he's he's got pinpoint kicking. Uh, if you can get him into your team, you don't need to get him in this week because there's better value options, but you could do worse than picking him up maybe next week. Um, yeah, so I'll take that. And McKenzie as well, another positive there. So, I'm glad you have some positives, James, because <laughs> I captain I captain Laird, um, yeah. and I did have a rule. You boys will testify that I did say this: no player over six seventy five will be in my team. And you I did. You did say that. You broke my own rule. But I made an exception for Rory Led because he never gets under a ton and I wanted that security in there. And what does he do in the first game of the season? He drops a 50. He's just such a soldier of a player. That's the way I see him. He's just like, I'm going to go in there. I've got my, you know, my military-like haircut. I'm just going to go in and get my 120 super coach points and then I'm going to stop. And what makes and it that's- even worse is that he usually gets some tackles. He barely tackled anyone. He was on about 40 at halftime. Barely did anything in the second half. He shouldn't have played. Like, there's obviously something wrong with him. I mean, if oh. if we had known that he wasn't going to play round one, it'd be a blessing for us. We don't have to pay up for 700k. Well, that's what happened last year. He didn't play at round one, and then he became a pod because, yeah, no one had him. So, well, yeah, it basically ruined my week even more so than the injuries. A bad captaincy score is a bad captaincy score, like a hundred, but that's just woeful. Um, so that was there. I did have the Bonds, Tom Green, Hopper, Warple, Ashcroft, McKenzie. I fielded Oscar Baker instead of my boy Jackie Bytel. So I'm not going to beat myself up over that one. Yeah. Um, but look, it's just, yeah. My defense was disappointing. Rory Laird just crushed my soul. So, yeah. so um, I thought it yeah, was it's bad. bad. It's bleak. I, I thought it was bad for me when I had um, Mike. I had forgot to captain Bont. And I had Madden as my captain. So I'm like, all right, I've got to go. Doc was sold. Actually, no, who was? Who did I have as my VC? I can't remember who I had as my VC, but um, I wanted something better. So I went with um, Kelly, Josh Kelly. And he was doing really well up until he got concussed, of course. What are you, you going to do with Kelly? Keep him? 
Is he out for one week or two? Well, it's concussion, so it's a, it's one, but it could be more if if he has further symptoms. But it's a it's definitely one week. I'm probably going to keep him. To be honest with you, I it's just if I was to get if I was to get rid of him, it depends how much I can fix up my team and make some good moves. But I'm going to downgrade Stewart to Dacos most likely, and that'll give me a hundred k to fix some stuff up, bring in a certain forward. Um, gun generational player that I didn't have. Um, shame on you. I know. Shame on me as a North <laughs> fan. Shame on me. I didn't have him either. That we're talking about. Shame on both of course, of you. you got to get him in. We got to get him in. He's going to get dual position. So you got to swing him to defense. Are you going to take? What are you going to do with Brun? You have Brun as well. I'm thinking of giving Brun another week. So who are you downgrading, Flanders? I might go like Chessa up to Shazel because I'm going to go Stewart down to Dacos. Right, okay. So. It's kind of, yeah. And then I, at this point, I've brought in those two and I've also brought in, um, I think I've gone, I have gone Bruin out in this version of this team and brought in Horny. But I don't know if that's going to No Sheasel round one brings in Horn Francis round two. But I'm bringing Sheasel to balance it Who out. Who are man, you? With, Who I'm are a Libra. You? I'm, I'm balanced. <laughs> Good and evil, man. Like, oh, that's um, a matter, matter. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, fair no. enough. Fair enough. Um, George, did you go through your midfield? So I had Laird, but I didn't captain him because I made the mistake that wasn't a mistake. You would have captained him though, wouldn't you? hundred percent. Stuff you. <laughs> um, if I, I had a vice, if I had vice captain Dunkley one away, you got to go Laird, surely. So fifty from Laird. I've got the Bont like everyone. I have Josh Kelly, who I'm disappointed didn't turn up and got concussion because he was red hot. Tom Green, I think everyone has, and he he's justified his selection. Hopper. Not the most impressive performance. I kind of wish now I went the antipod with Hopper and had taken Setterfield instead. But there's safety in numbers with Hopper, but I'm not too confident in him. I just don't think he looked very good. He he wasn't clean, but that could just be the jitters of first game at a club. Because we know he can score mm. well. He, he's, he's average, you know, in the 90 realm in the past. And that's what we want from a stepping stone. So And Setterfield did... Participate in a massive win over one of the bottom four teams, most That's likely. True. So true. against the weak midfield, I'm not sure if he's weaker up, midfield. But, yeah. but Setterfield, I don't think he played a lot. Like he didn't have a lot of contested possession, so I'm not sure where he was playing. But mm. well, wait, he wasn't so, relying on like contested ball clearance numbers to actually win the footy, which was interesting. Um, I also had Warpole, so I'm happy with that. He was a lock f- for me for a long time. I wasn't going to compromise on him. Yeah, he was a player who we were considering as like a breakout target at the 520 range about three years ago. So to ha- get him at this price playing inside mid. Is that when you had forward eligibility? No, I think he was a pure mid. Pure mid. I think oh. it was a pure... I, I, to me, I can't really remember, but there was a time where it was like, man, Warple's about to break out and be the 110, 115 dude. It didn't happen, but maybe it's this season. He's maybe not the season. cleanest footballer. So I think you know he's a bit like the Taranto effect where if he gets ball, he, he's never going to maximize his super coach scores, but... If he's, like if, if, this week, yeah. if he's around it and there's not a lot of experience in in the Hawks midfield, so he's just in there. He's just going to win the ball. So I think Warple's a good pick. Ashcroft and McKenzie, everyone has. Um, the Rucks, Darcy, Marshall. So they battled each other this week. So Yeah, he, I had the same pair. I did as well. And here's where I have to express my grievances. <laughs> I had two options to start this season. Oh, yeah, so two options. Yeah. It was Stewart and Darcy or Dacos 
and gone. Oh. <laughs> and I wonder what was better. Yeah, and the thing is, I take advice of certain people, and I really shouldn't. I have to go with my heart. Because in my heart, I was thinking, Gorn has already played with Luke Jackson. Grundy shouldn't be that big a deterrent to his scores. Gorn was, he was still the top scoring ruck last year. Was he not? You did make this case when you had Gorn in your team. And I actually was really trying to generate some more cash in my team to listen to you. And then you didn't even listen to yourself. Mazza. I know. And the thing is, with Gorn, there's two options. It's either he plays forward and gets forward eligibility. So you get a bit of, you know, you pay a bit overs, but you get a little bit of versatility. Or you get the high scoring Ruckman. And that's what he's going to be again. So, yeah, nah, I'm uh, pretty devo about that one. Sean Darcy, just please, the, the big sausage, please, just the human sausage, whatever we call well, it yeah. on the pod. <laughs> just please, just Shrek. Shrek, just do something. Well, please. Look, Darcy's numbers did impress me, and I think he will have massive games as well. Um, I, I need like a 125 minimum next week. Who does he have? Who's he got? He's got North. Pull it up, Jamie. North. He should go big. He should go big. Well, Against Goldie, Goldie, he usually does. He usually does. Goldie's back. I don't know. Can you imagine if Goldie doesn't come back in? It's like Clarko's like, oh, Hamish free. Let's give you a, you know, let's give I you a I would love game. that actually. <laughs> I love Goldie, but I would love to see big Hamish in there. Yeah, no, fair. It's, if that happens. And we drafted Captain, him. He's Captain from Darcy WA, isn't he? Hamish free. There you go. Just get him to have his debut at home. You know what I mean? Why not? Why not? I trust Clarko if he does that. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I think we, a lot of people had that right combination. You're quite right. Gorn. Yeah, he looks to still be his unstoppable self. So Yeah, just running around the ground, clunking marks, scoring goals when he goes forward because he's so tall and he doesn't yeah. even need a try when he gets marks. Yeah, he doesn't try at all, does he? Oh, man. Um, Whoever has gone in their team, though, shout out to you. It's a very, it's a minority of people, which is obscene considering he's the highest scoring, highest priced mm-hmm. ruck. Yeah. There's just a lot of, everyone was tight for cash. Um, at, we're always tight for cash, but I think the mid prices as well made it harder. So I think the the Darcy Marshall combination. I think we all did that, didn't we? Yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Um, that that was more out of sixty k. Yeah. Can I talk about my forward line because this was actually the one part of my team that I can look at and mm. half smile, not a full smile, just just a half smile. Yeah, half smiles all we need. I had there. Dunkley in there, one oh eight. I had Rosie. Mm-hmm. I had Taranto, Goulden. Mm. So this, I think at this point, all of our teams are the same. We okay. all have those four primos. I did have Tanner Bruin, which like you, I'm probably happy to give him another week, but I can be aggressive and use a trade boost and see what I can do with that. But I also had Harry Shearsel on field. Um, I expected him to play forward. I expected him to score about 60 to 70 and I would have been fine with it. He started at centre-half back. Me and Matzel were at the game. Couldn't believe our eyes. Um and he proceeded to have 34 disposals and pump out a 114. So, yeah. so um, from, fantastic. From a super coach perspective, it's hard. And even more so because he's a North player. And I really should have just trusted him, my boy. But at the same time, I'm not sure about you guys, but do you have a, almost like an anti bias in super coach where it's like, I'm not going to pick this guy because he plays for my team? Because I don't want to be a nuffy, basically. Only in this case, I was close to thinking that because he's expensive. Fair. fair. But otherwise. I'm pretty keen to get a North player in. Yeah, fair enough. See, but I did this. I did this with Sheasel and LDU. So well, LDU didn't show much in the preseason. It, it didn't say pick me, and I think he wasn't lesson, trying. He wasn't lesson, even trying. He wasn't even trying. And see, he wasn't even trying again in round one, and he still busted a 140. The the thing I've learned, and this is, this is you know life lessons in general. You know that recency bias, man. It ain't all what it's cracked up to be. 
It really ain't. You know what I we mean? We only had one genuine practice match to make such big decisions about our teams. Like, it's not enough. It's not I'm enough. sorry, AFL. There's six months off. Give us a couple more practice, man. Come on. Yeah, no. Nah, we're AFL fans and we, we love the preseason. We, we, need, we need more. We really need more. And we're AFL fantasy fans or super coach fans. Mm. Not AFL fantasy, super coach fans. No. We need, we need to see. Nah, sorry for um, alienating. No, not no, sorry. not sorry for not alienating sorry AFL fantasy fans. No, you, Don't listen. If you're um, a listener and you play AFL fantasy, just put your big boy pants on, make a super coach team, and then come back and listen. Yeah, to the rest and of the then pod. join the conversation. But otherwise, get out. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, nah. Um, yeah, I did have Radagalia as my emergency there. I'm, I was keen on the forward ruck swing. Just yeah. in case. Yeah, Sam, um, I got him as well. So, yeah, and I had Fergus Green for the Hawks. So, um, yeah, that rounded out my forward line. If the rest of my team performed like that, I would have been pretty happy. But obviously, it wasn't to be this week. It was um, good to see Goulden back up the the hype. And yeah. he, he looks like he's a keeper. Like oh, he's, absolutely. He's dominant. He's just a dominant player. So, mm. I think that's, you know, we had to pick him, I think, with his 190. Yeah, but... Well, um. With promise of CBAs and yeah. an 140 in the preseason game or whatever it was, you, you it was just 90. Well, he's super. He's super coach. Yeah, yeah 45 disposals. Oh, that, he almost double tonned. Yeah, um, nah. There was just no way you couldn't pick him. But even no more way. than the score for me was, it was one of the preseason games I happened to watch, and he just the eye test was through the roof. Regardless of how many disposals we got, he just looks ready to take a jump up. So, I, um. The people that weren't picking him just because they didn't want to fall into a trap. I don't think they're the ones that watch he, the game. He's to be not. Honest. He's not a trap, man. Yeah. He's not a trap. Um, nah, he's proved it to us since he entered the AFL that he's a quality footballer. Now he's been given a chance in a super coach friendly role, and he's taken it. Correct. Um, let's also talk. So the difference between our forward lines and myself and George and yours, you have Shazel at F six. Yep. We have not so sexy Flanders, and um, and Flanders. he got junk time. To, to rack up his, his, 60, his 64. His 64, yeah. So, it was a lot worse. Kicked two, two goals in the end, I think. So Two goals and still only scoring 60-something. Are you guys worried about... Th- look, they one? got slaughtered. Yeah. So... It's the Sunnies, though. Are you expecting... They are at this, the pod's second team, so maybe we just got to give them a bit of patience. But I don't, personally, I'm not in a rush. Being that I have the flexibility with 100K I'm going to get from the Stuart to Dacos... I don't need to go Flanders to someone just yet. That can wait a week. But I think, yeah, give him another chance. I don't think it's a must trade out by any means. Yeah, the, and the, I looked at his um his map, um his um his heat map. A lot of it was forward, but then there was a period where it was wing and back. So maybe if that last part of the game, I don't know, maybe he can get more of that role and play a little bit better. I don't know. Wishful thinking, but we got to give it another week to. Assess. Um, Do we want to talk about some of the players that impressed and that we don't have that we think could be potential targets? Definitely. Oh, LDU. Yeah, look, LDU in the midfield, I don't have a genuine route to him, but yeah, he deserves a shout out. It was a great game. Heaps of clearances. Um, yeah, did it all really. Yeah, he might sneak his way into my team possibly, but it would mean Bruin and Flanders to go one down, one up, but we'll see. That might, be the end of, that might be the end of next week, but I think the priority is getting in um, not so much upgrade targets, but getting those rookies right, getting the cash gen right. Mm. Yeah. Well, speaking of trades and potential moves and plays that impressed us, Stuart, obviously, I need to get rid of. I'm thinking I could go up to Sicily and just lock in 
what I thought Stewart would be, which is a genuine primo. Even a Dawson didn't have um, a massive game by any accounts, but you see the role is there for him. He'll what about some of these Frio players? Like that was nah. that was crazy how much ball they got. If that's their game style, if they do it again, yes. But I'm not going to. If they're just going to share the ball like that, you got to do, do nothing with it. You got to get rid of Tom Stewart this week. So yeah, you, are you not you're not nah. willing to go for a boy? Nah, Luke See, Ryan. Look, someone's going to listen to this Dean. <laughs> someone's going to listen to this Dean and be like, "Oh no, nah, Dean reckons to no Ferrero boy, so I'm not going to do it." But look, if you, no. if you feel in your heart that it's a good move, don't listen. To Did Dan. you see my score? Don't listen to me. Don't listen to this. <laughs> um, no, nah, look, I think I'm in between two minds. Do I go up to Sicily or down to Ridley? I'm not sure. I think um, Ridley's a good. I could option. go Ridley, and then I can also generate even more cash by going Jones to McKenna, which leaves a boost option. You just got in my mind there. I could go Bruin to LDU with that cash. I'll probably have. Um, yeah, hey, so Bruin's the one I'm thinking. Do I boost and try to correct that as well, or do I just stick with the actual problems, deal with them? The other one that's the there. same price as LDU is Caniglio. Yeah, correct. He's got the option. role. He's he looked pretty good, man. He looked pretty good. And you know what? This week, with no midfielders, who are they versing? I can't remember. They uh, have a easier game. It's against... It's twice. West Coast. Oh, West Coast. They don't tag, I don't believe, unless they randomly pull like Hutchings or something because he used to tag whenever he played. Well, I don't North know if he's boys. on the list anymore. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, yeah if, if it's him against... On his own against a weak midfield, he's going to get like... He's going to get 99% CBAs. I could do that. That's a genuine option for me. Yeah, this week. Yeah, I don't mind the Canelio pick. I think as a mid-forward option, I'm I'm almost considering a sideways trade, Cali Caniglio. Well, there's enough it's trades. Not the worst. Yeah, not there's the worst enough trades. It just year. gets me points on field. It makes up for the the weak start. Mm. Mm. There's enough trades to go by where you can do that and then find another way to get Cali back later. I think because you don't have the Stewart problem, I think it's um, it's. I just got to get Sheasel somehow, so I don't know the best way to do that. Yeah, mm. I just it sort of just uh, occurred to me that I could possibly even do. I have Chesser in the midfield, so I could swing Stewart to Canelio, but Dacos is. Can you can you really go past him? You need him. He's he's so him cheap. Or, yeah, him or Canelio, probably Dacos, probably Dacos. But surely, yeah. surely teams look at Dacos and have to shut that down. You can't keep that going. You'd think that, but then think back to your Jake Lloyds where you know they want to go through him playing at the back and he's still in his prime. In that but I don't think Jake Lloyd was anywhere near as damaging as Dacos. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of... Look, Jake Lloyd is going to get... Jake Lloyd's the pig, man. A couple, yeah, a couple 20-meter kicks. Yeah, He's going to switch it here and there, big deal. Well, but Dacos is pushing it forward and making incisive kicks a bit more so than what Lloyd is. No disrespect to Lloyd because you know, I like Lloyd. I don't know, man. You had a good game this week, I think. You did, yeah. And with how hard Dacos was working off ball to get into space, I think his flaw... going to run with him? Yeah, his flaw is about 80 in my opinion. Like, even in that preseason game where he got tagged, he still busted out a 70-something. So He played in midfield as well. And if that's and his flaw, I'll take that for yeah. me. Um, yeah, awesome. I did want to actually ask you guys captaincy this week. Um, oh. Oh. I haven't thought about it too much yet, but I do know I've got Madden as my loophole. So I'm thinking... Um, Captain Mads. There's a couple of things I can do. I can actually go... I'm thinking maybe Bont against the Saints is a decent shout. I could trust Laird again against the Tigers because the Tigers usually don't tag and 
Laid into Bond is a pretty decent option. Laid into Bond's probably what I'll do. Um, Mm. Darcy wasn't a bad shout, but I probably wouldn't risk it having the captaincy on him, to be honest. Um, Yeah. The thing is, I don't have an... Oh, actually, you know what? Tom Green. Tom Tom Green. I think Tom Green's a good option against... Yeah. If you're willing to go a little bit risky, maybe Darcy into Green. Darcy into Green. Yeah. I know that's that's a bit off-center because are we going to trust... uh, Tom Green after one game, but he's going up against the pretty. I think average Tom Green's midfield. very trustable. Yeah, well, he's going against a midfield who just gave up 140 to LDU. Correct. So, and he's capable of getting 10 clearances and 30 touches, just like LDU did. So yeah. So Rory, not about you, Rory, Bond, Darcy all play on the Saturday, and GWS is the last team, game. Is the Madden? Is Madden? Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Tom Green, Tom Green, C and VC, whoever you want. I think that's the. I think that's my verdict. I but don't go. listen to me. I only got nineteen. Whatever I got, I might VC so. led, just because heaps of people will be scarred, and not VC him. And he's already a bit of a pod, given how expensive he is. I, yeah. like, I like the Bont as well against Saints. That yeah. works. Would you consider sidewaysing out of Laird if it meant you could get like two primos? So if Laird doesn't score one thirty this week, mm. I might have to just because his price is going to drop so low. Yeah, because you could easily do him to LDU, Brune to Cornelio. And I can bring Laird back at his lowest price. Yeah, but who knows how low it's going to be because the rolling average... TBD this week. If he scores Mm. 90, it's not good enough. Yeah, he's he's got to go at that point. Um, You can't have that from 700k. No. Cool. I think that's fair enough. Now, we did also make... If you check it out on Twitter... Yeah, um, we're going to post all our teams on Twitter. And I, I already have actually posted the Supercoach... Uh, enjoyers team sorry AFL enjoyers team on Twitter also yeah I forgot to mention on the main pod at enjoyers AFL is our Twitter page so give that a follow Um, yeah we'll be posting our teams there Um, the team that we do have for the enjoyers team hit the 2000 hit the 2000 beat all of our teams We, we decided to go just a fun team put some speculative picks in there Isaac Cumming Cumming the LDU was in there um Paddy Cripps was in there. Paddy Cripps, who performed 121. Yeah. The only weird one that didn't really perform was Charlie Kerno, but he wasn't trying. So next week, he'll get his 130 we and we'll snuck, be good. Uh, we snuck Lockie Ash in there. Yeah. See, I think... We he, probably shouldn't have, but... No, nah, no. Nah. Between him, we have Wanganin Malera as well, who's my boy. I don't know if there was a rush to get rid of either of them, to be honest with you, because Lockie Ash, he did well at the end of the game. And Wanganin Malera had that 70 dream team. So, if he just cleans up the disposal a little bit. Well, the whole know. first half, essentially the entire GWS team, other than their own ball brigade, did nothing. So, Ash basically did that in a half. So, I'm pretty confident he can get Look, the, the thing we could do is turn him into Wapito. That's definitely a safer pick if we yeah. really want to take this seriously. Yeah. I kind of do. And even Finn Callahan is in there as well. Like We can go Ash to Callahan and just bank it. Yeah, I think McKenna needs to sneak its way, sneak his way into the team. If not this week, then next week he's got to sneak in. Um, we'll go Jones to McKenna. True, true. Uh, that'll that'll it'll be discussed off pod. But yeah, shout out to the AFL Enjoys team for actually giving me a little bit of um, enjoyment from Supercoach. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because I I was getting some enjoyment from my draft team, but my draft team had Cozzy Pickett who's out for two weeks, and my three GWS midfielders all got. Injured. Well, you got Perryman. I had Perryman on the bench. So he would have come on the field, but nope. So Kelly, Whitfield, Perryman, all out. So that hurt. 
Um, Unlucky, Matter. I got the trinity of injured GWS mids. We did have Tom Powell and uh, Charlie Kerno in our forward line. Tom Powell did pretty well, all things considered. I mean, he's cheaper than Tanner Brune and outscored him. So Yeah, I think um, he gets he gets another week to see 100%. what we can do with him. Um, yeah, he's a great player. He's loved on um, on the pod, especially by myself and Dean. And Dean and uh, Georgie a little bit as well. I love Tommy Powell, don't get me wrong. The thing about Charlie Kerno is obviously it's probably not the smartest pick on Supercoach, but it's a fun one. It is a fun one. And man. if... Carlton get past Geelong, they've got an easy fixture going forward. So the kid, So we could have picked him up later. Yeah, we could have picked him up at the right time. <laughs> yeah. But instead <laughs> we've gone early. Um he'll score some big scores. Mm. Also, we had Darcy Cameron who pulled a hundred, I believe. Yeah. Hundred and three. Yeah, and he's got the forward swing as well. So we just got versatility there. Because we're gonna get gone later and we can just go. Oh yeah. Which there's no rule. There's no rule. Um, you know, going from a primo sw- swapping primo positions around does nothing, but it's fun. You know what I mean? This is like, who, who's gonna play? Where's he gonna play? Gone? Is he gonna play Gone in the rack or the forward line? It feels better know. to play him in the forward line. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, it's a power move. It's Big a pa- power. It's move. a power move. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Completely so, agree. Uh, well, yeah. I personally don't have too much else to add. I'm I'm keen for this week to be over with Supercoach and just yeah. move on. You know what? I will say something. Go I do it. feel a little bit better about Supercoach having chatted with my mates about it. And, you know, I was pretty dark about it, to be honest with you. But it's nice to, you know, get some thoughts out there and, um, you know, hear that other people are having some issues as well. You know what I mean? We're all in this together, man. It's going to be a tough year. And, I think yeah. it's going to be an interesting year. I mean, a lot of teams didn't go as planned and a lot of the premiums like lead being the main one but most of the primos oliver neil bont um, mccray none of these players really dominated mm. all in the kind of the lower hundreds so um i think it's one of those years where if you're bold you can kind of make something happen with some different picks so it'll be interesting to see what people do especially if some picks don't work out in the first couple of rounds so yeah well, opportunity said. to kind of stamp your mark you know Trades back, are going to be everything. Yeah, it's going to be so in. huge. But yeah, all right. That's a nice note to leave it on, boys. I think we'll end it there. Feel free to send us your teams on Twitter, Instagram. Um, let us know what you think in the comment section. What trades we should do? Uh, what you scored? Um, and we'll get back to you on those platforms there. But yeah, give the video a like, subscribe if you're on Spotify. Um, please give us a five star review. It really helps uh, more people find the pod. And yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Good luck for the season, guys. Thanks, See guys. you later. Don't Captain Lid. <laughs> <laughs>